Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hey all, Callie and I are having another spirited discussion. This one's uh, <laughs> circling around Oliver's we heroism. We keep trying to jump the gun a little bit and talk about and things we're supposed more, to talk yeah, yeah. about on And the then podcast. we're bitching more about Barry Allen. So that's always fun. So we wanted to include yeah. you on our... Yes. Our uh, Oliver is awesome and Barry Allen sucks. <laughs> well, and <laughs> I feel like... A lot of the implications of the crossover still need to be discussed. I feel like there's there's still some confusion. Yeah, I think there's genuine concern, and that's fine. And I mean, for good reason. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't I, I I'm not saying people are out of their minds for being a little worried. What does the no face emoji mean? Like the no mouth? Does that mean dead? You know, how um, Steve if tweeted it's eyes. Crisis? I think it's kind of like, I think it's supposed to kind of convey maybe... uh, Silence? Not silence, kind of just like, maybe he can't talk about it. Maybe it's a little bit of that. But there's also like, maybe it's it's a, I'm being muzzled, but in that case, wouldn't he do the zipped lips one? With the zipped lips? We're trying to do... What's the no mouth? Like trying We're to, trying to decipher. Steve's, I know deciphering Steve's freaking emojis. It's just and it's just like don't be such a pain it. in my ass, Amel. Just tell me what you're really saying and Here, stop using freaking I'll tweet emojis. The question out on our Twitter. I like Watch that. Over underscore yes. cast. Help me in the Twitters. I will. I will see what they say because Mama Jen don't I feel know what like emojis mean. I'm an old lady. Well, I think Steven don't know what emojis mean. <laughs> I think that's probably... Hey, he's my age, so I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> he sure what chance does he have? Exactly. And he's actually a little bit older than me, so ha. Huh? He, that's a important bit younger to me that Steve's me. older than me. I don't know why that's important So to he me, has no excuse. But it is. <laughs> right. He used to know, like, about life. I think he's a full six months older than me. Yeah, because he's March 81. Why do I know his birthday and year? That's a little sad. I'm not a stalker, you guys. I'm really not. I'm a little bit. <laughs> but I'm not. I <laughs> it's promise. okay if you are. It's okay. I'm a little bit. You allow it. I've moved past that phase of my life. All right. Let's talk. So we're talking about a lot of things. So I think one of the things that we're most frustrated with on the crossover crossover and um particularly what I'm feeling is most fans are frustrated with is this lack of acknowledgement that Oliver is a hero in his own right and Mm -hmm. I recognize what they were trying to do with this trashing of Oliver Queen and we'll get that into that a little bit but I just think you know how they just it's just like it just feels like they went a step too far you know what I mean it, it's like it was heavy-handed, which isn't yes. new for them, but yeah. But it was like I don't know, so given the, the, the tone of previous previous crossovers and how these three are supposed to be 
friends. It felt like it. It just it felt like it's a little disingenuous. Well, yeah. I mean, my whole thing was Barry was at Oliver's wedding. He knows Oliver is a big old yeah. mushy cream puff. What I felt like, okay, yeah. last year at the crossover when they did the Elicity movie, Crisis on Earth X, it was seamless. It built on all of the other crossovers that they had had where everybody had worked together and developed friendships with one another, and it all felt genuine, okay? Then we get to this crossover, mm-hmm. and it's like they erased all of that. Yeah, they and, should be past this point in their relationship. Right. Like, I'm sorry. I really, this whole Barry and Oliver need to exist in each other's spectrums to understand one another after four years is ludicrous to me. And I mm. know some people are arguing, oh, this was totally different from the first crossover, but I don't really see um, how the lessons they learned are really all that much different. They had to learn that how to hero like the other person heroed, which is essentially what they did in season one, but they, but they just didn't switch bodies. So it really felt redundant. And then on top of that, I actually think they were meaner about Oliver in this year's crossover than they were in the first one. In which, you know, he was still really struggling with some darkness. And that's the other thing. I have to I have to point out that the crossover writer's definition of darkness and my definition of darkness are not the same. It was almost like they were saying darkness is evil this time around. It 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 was certainly conveying a a belief that it's not a good character trait. Full stop. Yeah, which I never took darkness to mean that. I think it means a um, more of a skewed morality, but it's not well, evil. Well, it's a skewed morality, and it's kind of like uh, your perception is dark. Like, think about if any time that you feel depression or sadness or hopelessness, and it's a, a negative swirl of thoughts. And then oftentimes a negative swirl of thoughts leads to negative actions. And that to me is darkness. Mm-hmm. You know. I just and don't it, think. Yeah. No, I agree. That's a good dis- definition of it. And I just. I feel like Oliver has good reason to be coming at his actions from a negative point of view. Given the things that he's suffered. Well, I one of my favorite Arrow reviewers, probably my favorite Arrow reviewer, is Chris King over at TV Over Mang. Oh, I love he him is so, so much. fantastic. He's so oh my fantastic. gosh, Chris, and this is shout so, out. <laughs> I love him. If you're not reading Chris King's TV Over Mang Arrow reviews, you're missing out. So this is what, I'm going to read this. I don't know if I'll read the whole thing, but it's really good. Because um, he was just as ticked. He's, uh, uh, he, Chris is often a little bit more... <laughs> I'm, I come at it from such a shipper perspective, which I don't think it's wrong. You know what I mean? And he loves Elicity too. But I like that he's a little bit more, he appreciates um, a little the bit comics. more of the landscape, a comic side yeah, of it. And yeah. I have no, I have no background in that. So that's, it's fun for me to read I that part I read of it. His, his review for the crossover and it was just like, it was a big old yes fest. You yes. Know? So because the, he really hit on 
Oliver's heroism. Right. So this is kind of, this is an expert of what he said, and I just, I loved it so much. He's like, no, Oliver's not as a happy-go-lucky as Barry or as optimistic as Kara, and he shouldn't be. Oliver has, Oliver Queen has always been an intense, focused, and serious individual. However, none of these qualities are what are being discussed throughout Elseworlds. Elseworlds. Instead, the crossover essentially tries to sell, tell us that Oliver is not a hero because he's more damaged than his peers. You know what? Try spending nearly five years on an island in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and seven months in prison while also mm-hmm. seeing your mother, best friend, and former girlfriend mm-hmm. die in front of you in ways that make you believe that their deaths were all your fault. Try being a father to a motherless son, a mayor within a government that is so corrupt that you can't trust a single political ally, and a hero to a city that would rather arrest you than celebrate you, let alone name a goddamn coffee after you. Try being the leader of a team whose members undermine you and betray you, a best friend to a man who has recently let his jealousy and selfishness cause a rift between the two of you, and a husband to a wife who is heading down a dark path that frightens you. Yeah, try dealing with all of that and tell me that you wouldn't be a little damaged, a little broken, a little more inclined to re- to retreating into the darkness instead of stepping into the light. I mean, God, Paris. Stand when I read that motherfucking ovation. Yes, I it, I read friend. that aloud to my husband who doesn't even <sighs> so like good. Arrow, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Listen to this truth," and he's like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. Um. Anyhow, these words, as we said, are from Chris King. His Twitter is at CKinger13. He writes for TV Overmind. Go check him out. Follow him. Read his Arrow reviews because he brings the tea for every episode. Cupcake of my life. I he is him. fantastic. Big shout out. Um, Big shout out. We got some answers on the emoji, or at least some discussion. Toss it to on me, the people. Emoji. And Teach me. Joan Vasquez. Knock, knock, Joan. Joan. Love Joan. Came to us with an Emojipedia link. So she's like bringing like the actual. She brings like the documentation. I love her. Yes, she did. It says face without mouth. This emoji has eyes and no mouth. Represents silence as the emoji is always silent. Imagine the things he would say if he had a mouth. So it's kind of like what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Lexi, Lexi said, Lexi at. The at Lexi Blackbriar said, I always interpret it as wanting, needing to stay silent or not wanting to say anything. And to which I asked, I was like, well, why not use the zip lips? And she said, there's so many emojis now, literally hundreds, of trying to interpret them all is impossible. I guess it's just personal preference. <laughs> yeah. And Sheena um, at Eternity Broken 4 said the face without mouth emoji can be used as an emotional tone marker to indicate sadness, loneliness, disappointment, emptiness, and genuine self-deprecation. It can also be used more literally as speechlessness or to represent zipping one's lips. In some uses, it's sheepishness. The desolate loneliness could be interesting if Oliver is dying in It could be. It could be kind of... But I have to I have to say that even though there's other emojis to express that, I think what he was going for was, look, this is a thing, but I can't really talk about it. Can't talk about it. Yeah. Silence emoji. Okay. We're going with that. Yeah. I like it. Thanks, Sounds peeps. Good. Thanks Thank for you, teaching fans. me the Twitters. Love you. Love you. <laughs> All such fantastic I, like, never, people to answer me. If you notice on my Twitter, 
I use the same three emojis practically because they're the only ones I not understand. I tend to fall into like a bit of a, a emoji hole. And like my frequently used emojis will always be like, like the same thing. Yeah, the same and I'm like, I really need to like diversify my emojis. So every now and then I'll like introduce a new one. <laughs> and I'm like, this is now my, my new emojis. favorite. And it's just like, I just cycle through. Uh, the ones I'm really bad one. at are the ones that like have to, dis- that are describing something that doesn't have an emoji, like sex or like, <laughs> I'm always like, what's? <laughs> Oh What's come on! Mean? The <laughs> I'm terrible. The eggplant is pretty self-explanatory. I did not know what the eggplant meant for a very oh, long time. Jen, Jen, I know. Jen, Jen, I'm Jen, a little Jen. doe lost oh. in the forest. It's not good. So sweet. Yeah, but I think what we were. <laughs> I mean, and I wrote. I wrote an into. It's, it's one of my more popular pieces on my blog was in defense of Oliver Queen, and it came. I wrote it after the Flash Arrow crossover. And it was after, I think, Felicity had gone over um, to see Barry. And it was really the concept behind it and what triggered my anger were people comparing Oliver to Barry as if they are an apples-to-apples situation. And that just boggles my mind because the way Oliver became a hero is just night and day versus the way Barry became a hero. And... I understand Barry Allen has been through pain. I don't diminish that. He's lost both his parents, right? But, and his mother was murdered in front of him. That's going to have a scarring effect. But Barry immediately after his mother's murder is ushered into the warm and loving embrace of the West family. And he is treated like a son, loved, supported. Um, He grows up in a very happy family environment and yes he needs to get his dad out of prison but his dad's still alive he's still talking to his dad as hard as that is he still has a relationship with his father um oliver was yanked from his happy family home if you can call it happy the queens were a little dysfunctional let's be fair um and his entry into heroism is his father uh, blowing his brains out in front of him. It's a little different, okay? And then he's sent to this island, which is essentially purgatory, which is the whole point of Lian Yu is to strip Oliver of who he is and then rebuild him. And it's it's stripping him in incredibly horrific and painful ways. So the whole process of Oliver becoming a vigilante um, instead of gifted his abilities via... A scientific mishap um it's it's just it it's really hard for me when people try to come oh well of course barry's light and sunshine and this is how oliver should be too it's like it's batman versus superman y'all it's just it's and then it's not a comparable situation less do you think we're saying so it's not that one way is better than the other no it's just the fact that they're so different they're just different they're just different heroes Exactly. And I feel like in the crossover, Oliver's heroism is not appreciated. That the way he heroes, how he, well, first of all, I think the characterization of how he heroes was just wrong. I mean, I don't think he channels his darkness anymore as in his anger as a method of. It did kind of 
it kind of struck a wrong a wrong tone i feel you know to to characterize him as he's always working from a place of darkness no he's often working from a place of protectiveness protectiveness for his city for his family for his friends right there's a lot of love that all that is what is driving oliver protectiveness isn't exactly dark as far as i know i don't i don't even are i'm not even he channels his darkness i don't think that's i don't think that's what he's doing anymore maybe that was no, it doesn't feel i mean like maybe that he, he would go through these phases where he embraces the light more and then the next season he embraces the dark and it would kind of flow back and forth right. and his whole the whole arc of oliver is trying to find a balance between the two and yeah has he leaned more heavily on the darker aspects of his personality in the past yes but we flipped the the pendulum sw- uh swing on oliver queen on season four and they've been slowly but surely building up the light to balance out the dark. And I would really say right. what is particularly frustrating about the crossover episodes is their timing could not be worse because we just came out of this prison arc with Oliver. And he had every opportunity to channel his darkness and his anger and, you know, essentially lose his humanity again, um, which is he what he had to do to survive it. on Lian Yu. But he didn't. You know, yeah. Oliver was harnessing his own light without uh, Felicity or Deagle helping him. He was making extremely um, moral, morally righteous decisions for the most part. Um, even his, oh, I have to injure some people to get to this zone, and was Oliver injuring people in non-permanent. I mean, if Oliver Queen wants to put you down, you're going down. So a little scratch from a knife on a shoulder, I'm like, that's not a thing. That's not Oliver being dark. That's Oliver just... <laughs> It's all for on a Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. So I just, it was really frustrating to, you know, I think fans, um, and particularly moi, was very excited about this development that has happened on Arrow. And then we hit the crossover and it's completely ignored. It is completely ignored. I mean, if anything, in, in real time on the show... Oliver has kind of veered towards a little sanctimoniousness. Right. Hence his problem with Felicity. Right. And so then to go from the reason he and Felicity are having problems is because he's so, so, like, out of his mind over her darkness to them saying, oh, Oliver's just like the poster child for darkness. It's like, wait. It didn't, like, gear up. It was like we... Yeah, it like when you hit the when you hit Arrow two uh, episode the Arrow episode on um, part two, um, Oliver feels the most like Oliver, and it feels like it transitions from seven oh eight to seven oh nine cleanly, and the things he says Felic- to Felicity feel like they're a uh, they're a continuation of what he was saying beginning to say in seven oh eight before they got rudely right, interrupted right. by commercial break. Um, but the two bookends, the Flash and Supergirl episodes, are just jarringly ignorant. And I gotta be honest with you, it frustrates me to a point because I know Mark Guggenheim wrote the Arrow episode along Caroline Dries as the as the showrunner for Batwoman. So I feel pretty confident she wrote most of the Batwoman scenes, and he wrote most of the um, Arrow scenes. And Obviously, I like how Mark writes, and I thought the Arrow Hour made sense. But there were even some things in there that I'm like, why are we bringing this up? Why is Oliver lying again? Why is Oliver, um, (laughs) why are we talking about Oliver's decade-old cheating scandal? 
Like, why is that, that happening? Oliver, like, Barry didn't even know Oliver for that. I don't, what do you care who he, who he slept with, Barry? Why does anybody care who Oliver slept with a decade ago? I mean, yeah, I realize like, it was. Were you, were you trolling through the, the tabloids for that one, Barry? Yeah. <laughs> What's going Oliver on being slutty back in the day is not, a, is, that's not news. You know, oh, we had Can to we talk Cara. about what you did back in the day, Barry? Do you have any skeletons in your closet? You right. You want it out in front of people? I mean, 16-year-old Barry Allen would, you know, would just die to get laid as much as Oliver Queen. <laughs> I'm just, that's all I'm. <laughs> oh. <sighs> but yeah, I'm so what we got to inform Kara, who's Mother Teresa, apparently, that Oliver and was Cara a sinner. Just like, oh my God. Oh I can't my believe God. You would the do horror. That. The horror. Listen, Kara, you have sexual identity issues. Just focus on your own shit. I'm sorry. You don't need to be worried about who Oliver's banging. You're in love with Batwoman and Lena Luther. So maybe deal with that. <sighs> was that too bitter? It's extremely frustrating <laughs> for an Arrow fan. I mean,. It's always frustrating to be an Arrow fan when there's a crossover, but it, it was especially frustrating this year, I feel. Yeah, I, you know, I gotta, I just feel like the popular, you know, the crossovers are built, are billed as these, these, oh, it's for the fans, but it's always a major comic book story. And the majority. It's for, the, the, what the unsaid is, it's for the comic book fans. Yeah, that's the word they leave out. It's for comic yeah. book fans. And they are, I feel, excluding a very large part of their fan base. You know, um, I'm sorry, comic books in no way, shape, or form, sales compete with uh, Nielsen rating numbers. Okay, so you can't just extrapolate that all the people watching these superhero shows are also comic book fans because then the sales would equate to that amount of money. You know what I mean? It, there would be some correlation. There isn't. So it's a, it's always frustrating going into a crossover if you're not a comic book fan because 95% of their little Easter eggs and all the, the, the storyline, you don't give a shit. Like, I, I don't no. care about the trigger twins. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. You know, um... But you're just and, hoping the that the core I, story is good right. and that you can just have fun with that. I don't mind the, the comic fans getting these Easter eggs thrown at them, especially no. since it's only one episode a year. I mean, they're starved the every is, is other. When, yeah, exactly. The problem is when they really infringe upon what we enjoy the other 22, 21 episodes a year in order to tell that story. And that's yes. what they're doing right now is they're impinging upon the rest of the show because of their the easter eggs and it's just like yeah. it's one thing if that's been the show all along but it hasn't and so this is why fans get confused well and I would like, say too, what are what are we watching what, what's here? happening are we watching a comic book show or are we watching the show that i've been watching for the last six and a half seasons well and i think too you know, a lot of our, and I've said this in my review, you know, the Flash is trying, during the Flash hour, they're trying to sell that this is season one Oliver. But even season one Oliver was a hero. I mean, he's he not, he's not a he was murdering psychopath, but he, was, but he yeah. had, he had really strong sense of morality. He just was, the outlet he used was very violent and dark, but he his had methods right were wrong. wrong. Yeah, his methods, I don't even want to say his methods were wrong. His methods were 
darker, but his intentions were always good. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. so this concept that, oh, Oliver's just darkness and he channels his darkness and that's all he is is dark, 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 dark. And a big, huge, hulky anger muscle man. It's like, no, that's, that's, I, he's never been that from day one. Never been that. So I think one of the, one of the reasons fans were so frustrated is we just don't even, we don't understand what Oliver Queen they're even talking about. And it's really and frustrating. It just never existed in the Yeah, it just the never existed. And it's really and I got to be honest with you, the way that they're categorizing, I'm going to leave I'm going to leave Kara out of this, but because she's walking around with super <laughs> in her name, and I will say Superman and Supergirl tend to be if you're going to if you're going to pink, you're going to pick the Mother Teresa of superheroes. You know, you yeah. go Supergirl. Um but Barry Allen as the totem bearer of light, sunshine, and hope, and that he is somehow this infallible pope of superheroes, I cannot with that. That just, I mean, that just sends me. It's just so hypocritical. It's just so ridiculous that they cannot acknowledge that Barry Allen has any darkness in him. And then whatever, this is the other thing that really pissed me off during the flash hour. And I, and I heard the executive producer talked about this and I read it in an interview. So they're going to be exploring uh, Barry's darkness in a couple episodes, but because it's, it's flash, it'll be done in an episode. Okay. And Iris is all, oh, you know, don't become Oliver Queen. And the executive producer was like, yeah. So since he's lived as Oliver Queen for a few days, Barry's going to be dealing he's with been some darkness. Yes. They actually used yes. the word infected. Did they use infected? Those motherfuckers. They did. Oh my God, I want to burn things. So yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to lay all of Barry's darkness at the feet of Oliver Queen. Yeah. Which is such egotism and just a mischaracterization of this, of this, of this superhero it, it almost boggles my mind. It almost boggles my mind that the Flash has no concept of their own character. I'm not saying Barry isn't a good guy. He is a good, buy, good guy. And does he kill? No. He does not kill people, okay? Not directly. But that's not enough on its own But that's own not enough to, to categorize him hero. as Jesus yeah. Christ. Exactly. No, 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 no. <sighs> There have been countless examples. Barry Allen is pretty selfish. Okay? Barry Allen does what Barry Allen wants to do. And Barry Allen gets a little uppity when people get mad at him because he's Barry Allen. So we're just supposed to we're just supposed to love Jesus. I'm sorry. No. There have been some serious things that Barry has done that are unbelievably selfish and have caused serious damage in other people's lives. People have lost loved ones because of Barry Allen. Oliver Queen never, you know, Oliver didn't kill John Diggle's brother. That's not what happened there. But Barry Allen killed Cisco's. And yeah, they love to sell it. Well, Barry's not God. But that's the point. Barry thinks he's God. That was why he did it. Barry thought he could control um, except basically rea- the reality he lived in. And he was going to play God and he was going to... Bring back to life his parents, which is Flashpoint. And on top of this, my big beef with him is the episode before then was a really beautiful episode where Barry gets to essentially talk to the Speed Force. And the Speed Force in The Flash is what I like to call 
God. And God is essentially saying to Barry, you have all these superpowers. I gave you all these gifts. But you're not me, fella. And there are limitations. You don't get to decide who lives and who dies. Okay? And Barry's like, okay. He kind of comes to some, because he's been spending this whole time, his one single goal is to save his mom and bring his mom back to life. And he finally starts to grieve his mother, and he's accepting that she's dead. And then in the next episode, his dad dies. And Barry just chucks all the lessons that God told him out the window and decides that he can change reality, bring his parents back to life. And he does this knowingly that they're are going to be consequences to other people's lives. That this could damage other people's lives. He's changing the fabric of time. And he, he didn't give a shit. Does it anyways. And then when people are a little upset about him, Cisco's brother's dead. Diggle's got an entire child that's erased. He walks around like, you can't be mad at me. I'm Barry Allen. I'm Jesus. It's unbelievably arrogant. And... Sorry, guys, the Flash never, you know, the writers never let really make Barry pay for that mistake. He spent a couple months away from Iris cooking in, you know, heaven nirvana, and he comes back a little kooky, which, you know, fixes things too. Oh, and then on top of that, he comes back faster. So he gets rewarded. It's just. I get so irritated. I it's could just. Ju not, I just these are all the reasons that you're listing off are all the reasons why I can't watch that show. I know. This is why I stopped because I just, <laughs> I, you have I to don't, be, I yeah. don't want my heroes to be sanctimonious. Oh. And he comes off as very sanctimonious. He doesn't, it doesn't feel like he's earned a coffee at Jitter. Oh, or key to a the day, city. the key to the city, a uh, flash break. day, you Let's know, Oliver's you son, know, Carrying Cal a flash backpack, he does. He hasn't earned it. No, Not you know, Cal. Let's that talk Oliver about that key to the city. It. Let's talk about that key because uh -huh. you and I have had oh, had this I've... discussion many times, Mister Coffee Boy. That's who actually who saved? That's when I stopped. Who saved the world in the season one finale of the Flash? It was Eddie. Mm-hmm. And it was Ronnie. Ronnie Firestorm. Did Barry do nothing? He didn't do anything. Eddie sacrificed himself so he could kill Thon, so Thon would disappear from the t from the timeline because he was a descendant of Thon. And then Firestorm, Barry was running, but it was up to Firestorm to bring it home. Like Firestorm, Ronnie knew going up into whatever yeah, cloud thingy that Barry couldn't do it on his own. Right. And he was, Firestorm, Ronnie was essentially Oliver Queen. The yes. Mel boys are treated yes. wrong yes. by my boy Barry. Yes. And Fuck. Ronnie <laughs> flies up to the fucking sky. Oh, by the way, after he just got married, I might add. And after knowingly sacrifices child. Yeah, exactly. And knowingly <laughs> sacrifices <laughs> himself. <laughs> And, his and we're giving Barry the motherfucking key to the city. I wanted to throw things. In fact, I feel That's why confident. I, I did throw some things. Yeah, Unbelievable. Because I was like, I can't. I can't get behind a show that will just treat Barry like he's, I don't know. It's almost like they, they, they treat him like we don't want to tell Barry the truth. That he's not that great because it might hurt his feelings. So let's treat him with kid gloves like and act like he's so 
special and wonderful yeah. and beautiful and it's just like spoiler alert barry you're not santa that's what i feel and like here's the thing needs, all this him. stuff about barry wouldn't piss me off nearly as much if oliver didn't go beyond what barry does and then get shit on it shit on for for it but this brings us back to kind of like the real reason we're doing this podcast yeah. now because we we had a talk Mm -hmm. And what's happening to Oliver, and it's not just with Barry and Kara and everybody else that they encountered in the crossover. It's happening in Star City. It's happening amongst Oliver's mm -hmm. own friends is mm -hmm. he's getting the shaft a lot. His city mm -hmm. turns its back on him. They they imprison him. They flog him, you know, and who suffering what's suffering what historically mm -hmm. what sort of story does this make you think of As somebody who just who is giving their all who is taking, a martyr taking sins upon his shoulders taking sins upon his shoulders to get nothing in return but abuse and eventually killed yep who is that who does that make you think of debbie jesus so, Jen loves to talk Yay! about <laughs> the, the Bible allegories with Arrow and the comparison between a hero and, the, in this case, Oliver Queen and Jesus. Right. So, my, and, yeah, I always yeah. say my basic thing is superheroes are essentially Christ-like figures. You can, you they can, get a little. They get a little on the nose with Arrow, apparently. They get a lot on the nose. Well, you know, I've noticed this with DC lately as a whole. <laughs> I was saying after I saw I watched Wonder Woman, I was like, somebody at DC is going through like a real spiritual awakening right now <laughs> because they are just. I mean, it was like layering on the Jesus symbolism. It was unbelievable. I mean, in Batman versus Superman. And this is why this really plays into what's going on with Oliver. Um, you know, Superman is is essentially dragged in public. Batman hates him. Everybody thinks Superman is crap, okay? But then Superman ends up dying for the city, and then they realize what a true hero he was. But in that, that movie premiered on Holy Thursday. And um, what happens on Sunday of Holy Week? Easter. Okay, so that was the premiere week, and they had um, a the imagery of uh, Lois taking down Superman, holding his body with Wonder Woman and Batman, is um, basically copied from a very famous um, piece of artwork that um, depicts the crucifixion of Jesus. So what they are saying is Superman is Jesus, and we just crucified him, which is exactly you know, essentially what the story is telling. And he sacrificed himself. And he sacrificed himself. Superman willingly went into this knowing that he is going to, um, you know, Correct. die. And, you know, I know everybody gets all hepped up about, you know, the whole mother. Oh, Martha. Oh, let's be friends. But it really wasn't about that. It was, it was about, um, you know, it's essentially like, re you know, like John realizing, you know, when Jesus says, look it to John and she will be your mother now. That's, it was, it was trying to connect the humanity of Superman to Batman so he would understand that this is a good person. And they did it in Wonder Woman too. Wonder Woman, they went, who went, 
they had all kinds of fun with Wonder Woman. I mean, the scene in which she's fighting Ares, who is, you know, um, the, you know, is Ares Greek or is he Roman? I want to say Ares is Greek. Um, he's the I've, god of war. So for Greek mythology, that's as close confused. as you get to the devil, I guess. Um, Ares is an entirely evil character, but he, he ain't he ain't good either. Um, and as Wonder Woman has come to this, I believe in love, um, unconditional, selfless love. She has just lost the love of her life um, for human beings who don't really deserve it. And so she rises into the sky, and there's a shot of super of Wonder Woman where she is in the shape of a cross. She looks just like Jesus hanging on the cross, and there's light pouring behind her. Okay, so there, I mean, DC is having a field day with superheroes equal Jesus and using that allegory to represent martyrdom and selflessness and the true essence of heroism. Heroism, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. So they're doing it with Oliver. I didn't think they would they're ever go this so far with, with Oliver. Oliver. <laughs> they're going all the way with Oliver. But they are. They're, they're going really all are. in. So, and yeah. so when I say that I feel like there's a point to all this dragging of Oliver, this is the point. It's very mm -hmm. much on purpose for story purposes. What makes it annoying is that they're ignoring previous story in order to make their point. And that's where fans get frustrated. But it also doesn't mean that it's not very much happening for a reason. Well, I think there maybe there was some concern since Oliver is going to be, I think, a very huge focus of this crisis on infinite Earths, that people are unfamiliar with his character and therefore they need to laden on, you know, this whole, this is his history, he used to be darkness, and it just doesn't fit for fans who have been watching Arrow for seven years, but, you know, if you're right. not, um, if you're not a, a even if you're not a casual viewer of Arrow, if you're just jumping in at this point, um, I find that a little hard to believe after seven years. I kind of feel like the crossover audience is the crossover audience at this point. All these shows have been on for a while. We're not picking um, up a whole lot of new Yeah, we're viewers. not picking up steam here. It's just, just it's about retention, and retention is difficult enough as it is. Um, but, yeah, Cal's right. They're Essentially, what they're doing is they're crucifying Oliver before they kill him. So all of this, Oliver sucks. The city turning their backs, the team turning their backs. It's... You know, Diggle turning his back on Oliver, he's, Diggle's Peter. You know, Diggle is denying Oliver. And, you know, essentially Felicity to certain. I mean, we can we can also argue Felicity's Jesus if you really want <laughs> That's when you really get into that. But, yeah, so it's all of this, um, his disciples turning their back. You know, the disciples couldn't hang with Jesus in the garden as he prayed. They all fell asleep. Every person Jesus depended on failed him before going into the crucifixion. And, it's and a then on top of that, he was crucified. Story. Exactly. It's a so that is our story because exactly. well, here we are. We're sitting here with the benefit of of full hindsight, mm -hmm. and we can say he's the Messiah. He's getting treated this way. This is terrible. You know, and and they had a different perspective on what was happening at the time. They mm -hmm. didn't, you know, they don't have the benefit of our, our hindsight. Right. But I feel like that's happening a bit with, like, the newbies, with Diggle, with Star City, with... 
Barry and Kara with Lois Lane with all these people that like to shit talk Oliver. They don't have, they don't believe in Oliver yet. Yeah, it it really is that. And I would say, you know, this, this piling on, as Oliver moves more towards the light and we see him becoming this kind of this super realized um, superhero, this fully realized superhero, uh, you know, the people around him seem to believe in him less and less. Okay. And that Except is very Felicity. much a Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, except there's no one for, else to I mean, it's, in this allegory, but exactly. Yeah, Felicity's just on her own. Him, we'll just put Felicity. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Jesus <laughs> rose Lazarus from the freaking dead of, I think it was like a week or two. That's what more know, proof before, do they need? Like, what right? else do you need from him? You know, but yeah, that's it. Exactly. It's like Oliver went to prison for all of these twats. And yet still, we're not having so, a real, let's rally around the leader. Oliver going to the monitor is is jesus going to god and saying don't hurt these people hurt me instead yeah it's a little bit you know, lord take this cup away the from me their, their yeah. sins, you know he has a little bit lord take this cup away from me moment but when a push comes to he shove, does, no he does. yeah and that's what jesus did too jesus was like i really don't want to do this if we could you know hard pass it i'll be oliver has well kind of that. been take this cup away from me for seven years if we want to get yeah on. Like, I don't know, you know <laughs> serious about you know the happier oliver gets the less he wants to superhero you know what i mean like that man <laughs> just wants to be in kitchen having a lot of sex with felicity and making omelets is that all that too much to ask and all he wants just give him his damn omelets so yeah i think so but the bigger part of the jesus allegory symbolism thing in superheroes is jesus dies okay but then what happens he, he don't raises from the dead to show everybody he's jesus okay so that's a real big you know, my whole religion hinges on that. So <laughs> it's a very important part of the story. So this all flows into what's going to happen, what we think what's going to happen to Oliver in Crisis on Infinite Earths. We think Oliver is going to die. Absolutely. He's going to die. And it's going to be horrible. It's going to be awful. And you're going to see the world. We've been seeing yeah, the world. Yeah, we've been seeing forwards. the world. Yeah, I think Cal and I, right at, at this point, are... 99.99% sure Oliver really is dead in these flash forwards. I don't think Felicity's dead. I don't think I don't think that's true, but I do we do think that Oliver is dead in these flash forwards. So we're basically getting to see the world without Oliver Queen. And it ain't going real well. So Oliver's whole argument to the monitor is, "Hey, Kara and Barry, they're the really great superheroes. They're the ones that we need." But what has happened to Star City without Oliver Queen? It's gone to hell of a handbasket. So what the writers are saying is Oliver is just as much of a hero as Carr and Barry, but he's not being recognized for it. So So how do we get him recognized? How do we get him recognized? Well, I think, you know, dying to save the multiverse would probably cover him. Wouldn't you think, Cal? That would probably be... I think... If you need him to do more than that, then you're yeah. If you need more than multi, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Saving the universe typically covers the superhero. Oh, okay. 
you're a superhero now, okay? And this is particularly true if Arrow's moving into their last season. Here's the real big hang-up I have, and everyone's freaking out that they're going to kill Oliver, which, yeah, guys, they're going to kill him, but it's not going to be permanent. Um, and we'll get into a little bit more about Stephen Amell and contracts and that kind of stuff. but And why we believe it's and not why permanent. we believe this to be true. Um, but the real big hang-up I have about it is Oliver hasn't saved Star City yet. The whole it's, show... It's is built around Oliver saving the city. You have failed the city. My mission is to save my home. He hasn't done it yet. Star City. Right. So, it's one of two things. All right. Either he's going to save Star City in the final run of Arrow episodes, which I find unlikely. Okay. And let me say, there's a difference between saving Star City from apocalypse and plague and, you know, um, you know, Slade Wilson and physically saving it versus saving Star City's soul. Okay? So Oliver has saved Star City from destruction, but he hasn't inspired the city so it turns this leaf from being a urban kind of crime nightmare zone to one more like the sunshine and rainbows of Central City. Okay? You're looking for that um evolution in the city as well so Oliver's evolution and Star City's evolution they're they're intricately connected okay you can't have one without the other okay so as Oliver becomes more fully realized and it's getting closer and closer to this baked cookie and he's Jesus then Star City's going to improve all right but what have we seen in these flash forwards Star City is a shit shit show okay so there's one of two ways they can do this. They're either going to kill Oliver at the end of Season 7. Maybe they'll kill him at the beginning of Season 8. But if Oliver doesn't save Star City by the end of the season, which so I find, do, you know, like don't I feel like that's unlikely. Do you feel that's unlikely that we're going to well, get it's there? Not, here's the thing. Even if he saves it in the present, it's clearly not saved in the future. Right. So, I mean, it, yeah, until the show is over. Yeah, exactly. So if Oliver saves the city, let's just say, let's just run it through. Let's say Oliver saves the city. Um, the whole team starts to appreciate him again. Everyone loves him again. Uh, Oliver and Felicity have their, she's pregnant. Everything's happy. And then they kill him. Well, removing Oliver Queen from the equation is is what proves the point that you need an Oliver Queen alive to save Star City. If the band of heroes, if the band of newbies and Felicity and Diggle were going to be enough to keep Star City going and saving it, then it wouldn't have gone to shit and begin with. Okay? And I know that might yeah. irritate some people because they we love Felicity and we love Diggle, but this is why the show is called Arrow. This is the story of Oliver Queen. He's the well, Jesus. And he <laughs> is the reason for the show. He is the main character. It is right. not an ensemble. It no, is I know. I like. Oliver I know Queen. people love to think it's an ensemble, but it's really, really not. It's really, really not. Well, and that was the other. That's my. That's our other point. So they, they, they have. Um, they've announced this crisis of infinite Earth in the fall of 2019. It was, which so is not not any more specific than like that. I mean, like, super specific. Like, they could have just said coming in 2019. I mean, technically, it's still fall right now because winter doesn't start until December 21st or whatever. Okay, so that's interesting. Yeah, okay, so they could be doing... 
They could be. They could be doing a mid-season thing, and they still consider that to be fall. I have issues yeah. with calling any point in time in December fall. I know. Any, anything after Thanksgiving is, is winter. not fall. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> 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 winter. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. Maybe all these California people, because they don't have weather, they can just pretend it's still fall I until I December I grew up 21st. in California, and I've always thought Ever, that. Did they so. winter it when you were there? Okay, then that then that's fine. It's, it's after Thanksgiving is winter. Okay, Sorry. good. So, it's yeah, our humble opinion is they're doing the crossovers sooner rather than later i mean we could be wrong but but let's just say we're wrong something. even if we're wrong then they're killing oliver in the mid-season so. which is still like not even quite halfway through you still have a good 10 plus episodes left in the season Right. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of season, kids. I'm sorry. That's a shit ton of money. They're paying Stephen Amell to not do a damn thing. And everyone's like, well, maybe he's got a shorter contract, blah, 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 blah. No, <laughs> he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Listen, sorry. everyone was flipping out. Steve was in, he was doing a flurry of podcasts and interviews and he was saying he was hemming and hawing about coming back and, oh, am I going to sign? Aren't I going to sign? This is what they all do, okay? They do this so they're, you know, they can drum up more money in the, at the negotiating table, okay? This is just, this is classic network star, you know, TV star renegotiating. And more power to him. You know, Steve was in the driver's seat this year, and this is, this is he's now at the point where he, he's not negotiating a multi-year contract. He's going year to year. So... He got on Facebook because everyone's like, oh, please sign again, Stephen. And I think within 24 hours, they had the deal signed after he was spouting off in these podcasts. So, you know, it worked. Um, and he's like, I don't know why everyone's freaking out. I'm not going anywhere. I love Arrow. I'm super happy. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So is it possible they signed him to a 16 episode order or a short order? 10 episode? Yeah. I, do I think eight that, episode eight episode <laughs> yeah I guess do I think that's what they did no because no. they're still so you've still even after the crisis on infinite earth you still have to finish arrow okay right so what are they all gonna do it's all about sorting out what what they do after Oliver is dead we did that it's called season three episodes 10 through 13 okay and we've already seen in the flash forwards that a world without Oliver goes to shit. So all we're saying is if they follow that through and Oliver dies and Oliver remains dead, you've just confirmed everything in the flash forward and that doesn't change anything. They can't save the city. The show's already told us what happens if Oliver's dead. We're watching it right now. So they have to fix that. The only yeah, way they fix it, it is if Oliver's it. not dead. He's got to rise from we're the dead. All, we're, so he's all we're all complaining about how dark and dim this future is and how, how disappointing it is that Oliver doesn't get to have his happily ever after and all this stuff. And it has to get fixed. It has right. to get fixed. I know, I know everyone's like, oh, Arrow's a dark show. But that's like saying... Sesame Street is is a, a, a tricky math show. <laughs> it's like saying that's a real conundrum. Um, no, 
it's not that dark, you guys. I mean, I know they love to say that, but it's really not. I mean, I can name 50 other television shows no. that are way dark and twisted <laughs> and really fucked up than Arrow, okay? So do I think that this ends with Oliver not getting his happy ending? No, I don't, particularly since they're hitting so heavily on, hi, he's Jesus and un- unappreciated. They did this with Buffy. Buffy died. Buffy got to be, she she became almost this mythological, fully evolved slayer, okay? She was in the best shape of her life. She was going through all of these real, um, you know, meaning of life, um, uh, you know, crisis. Her mother died. Dawn was essentially her daughter. Um, it, it was it was very much heaped in the spirituality for Buffy and this concept that death was her gift. And she always thought, oh, hey, that means I'm, I'm a murderer. But no, death, literally dying, releases her from this burdensome, um, you know, world of slayer, being a slayer. So she dies, okay? She gets to this point where she's like this amazing hero and inspires all this hope and faith in everyone, and then she kicks it. Okay, and then what happens? They raise her from the dead. (laughs) Okay, you don't stay dead. You don't stay dead. Superman. I just talked about Superman. Superman came back to life. Superman didn't stay dead. So, a really big part of the Jesus story allegory is yeah, they kill the superhero, but then they bring him back to life to show. Hey, he's godlike or she. That's the whole point. And look well, and at how many times much does that happen in comics where they kill off a superhero and then they bring him back? Exactly. They almost they as far as I know, they always bring him back. I keep asking I Callie. Wrong. I keep asking Callie. I'm like, well, how are they going to bring him back? Like if he really dies, like how are they going to wreck? She's who like, cares? who the fuck cares? It's a comic book. They'll make it up. I'm like, also fair. Very true. She's like, they're just going to make up a bullshit reason. I was like, because we don't have Lazarus Pit. And she's like, oh, my God, are you serious with me right now? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, no. They're just, they're gonna... They'll, she's like, they'll be a magic stone or something, back, you know? Like, like Felicity finds a magic trinket inside of Star City that can change everything, you know? It's just, yeah, whatever. They're going to make it up. So, but, you know, the fact that Steven and is really playing, they're really playing up this he's going to die angle, which... Yeah, like we said on the other podcast, you've got to you got to just kind of like block that out. And I know a lot of people think there's countless examples of television shows killing the main character. And this is true. Oh, absolutely. It does happen. At the happen. end of the show. At the end of the show. Okay. I can't for the life of me and please tweet us at our Watch Over podcast um if you can think of a show that kills I'm not talking an ensemble, okay? You don't get to say, give me a middle. You don't get to say Jon Snow, okay? First of all, that proves my point. Jon they brought Snow Jon Snow back to life. What's a good or one? Grey's Anatomy. Grey's or Anatomy or whatever, yeah. ER. None of these ER, big cast shows. This yeah. has to be a character where there is a singular lead and the show is about that character. The entire show revolves around that singular character. And they kill that character in the middle of the season, and they stay dead. And and it's the final season. In and then they let you know they're going to do it in year advance, and it's the final season of the show. What we're saying is, if Steve was going to be done with Arrow, um, 
if he had he a short episode order, if he was only shine, if he only signed, a sh- there would be some leaking. There would be announcements. There would be. Well, news. here's what I I would think. If if or at least I think there would some be some time between now and next fall. If there's a big press release, Stephen Amell's leaving the show at, at mid season, then fine. They are going yeah. completely against everything we know about TV, but that's fine. It has not happened yet, and Stephen has signed a contract. So I have we're a working very off what we know. Right. Well, yeah. and listen, this whole Steve has signed a contract, everybody walks around like, okay, well, Steve can just leave. <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> Not, that's what. A not inexpensively, is, he can't. <laughs> okay, sure. It's one thing if Arrow decides we're gonna kill off Oliver Queen and we don't need you anymore. Okay, and I don't know if they have to pay off the rest of his contract. Probably, but if Steve wants to leave, um, before his contract's up, he's got to buy himself out. That's very, very expensive. He's not gonna do that. And a guy that's suddenly out of a job might not want to. And he's unemployed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not and this is always what i was like you know oh steve can just leave whenever he wants no he can't that's why these contracts are a thing and it's totally opposite for you know if the if the network decides okay but well, if and that's sh- why the contracts are year to year not well, yeah now i mean they locked him down episode to yeah. 10 episode yeah you know it's 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 year to year the full thing the whole thing right because he is the lead character right they need him for the whole there's no show without him okay so this concept (laughs) that they're gonna kill oliver and then we're gonna watch felicity diggle and the newbies and oh let's just i mean let's just go full board and his sister becomes the new green arrow and that's how the show ends for the last 10 episodes no i understand why that's concerning and frightening and alarming to a lot of people that they're really they're really legitimately afraid that this is something that the show would actually do and i get that because that's like the most dystopian future (laughs) of all dystopian (laughs) futures if you're an arrow fan you hate these fucking new we have to get new we have to get used to new green arrow amico and love her after spending seven years watching and loving oliver queen i get why this is concerning but i just i think that it's it's like being worried that tomorrow the sky is going to catch on fire and we're all going to die from asphyxiation it's like yeah maybe that could happen sure, that could but happen. it's not gonna yeah you know? or like let's just say what you're waiting for the end of the world well yeah listen folks it's gonna come i'm not gonna tell you when because i don't know but like you're not gonna spend your whole life waiting for jesus to fall down from the sky are you no you're not you're gonna do your thing so do your thing that's all we're saying that all of this just worry and fear i think are we're not saying that it's not possible, but we are saying it's not likely. So you got to go with what's more likely. Well, and here's and here's something that I've been kind of kicking around in my head. I feel like there's some people that they're more afraid of being wrong if they hope for something good than they are of being right when they fear something bad. They, they, they're okay with something bad happening if they've been fearing it. Yeah, it's like a mental preparedness. Not if yeah. they've been hoping for something good and then they get disappointed. And it's, it's, a, it's a really negative kind of way to be. And it's, I feel like our society 
kind of tends towards that that sort of thinking, that sort of mentality. But it's extremely unfulfilling way to live. Well, it and really also you is. have to kind of think I, of... I, during, during season, what was it? Season three. I think it was season three. And I was sitting there and I was worrying so much about what Arrow was going to do and where they were going to go. And I kind of had, forgive, forgive the terminology, a come to Jesus moment where I thought, you know, regardless of if I'm fearing something bad or hoping for something good, it, that's not going to change what the outcome is on the show. Very true. It's, it's going to be what it's going to be regardless of what I feel about it. And if I'm going to be disappointed either way, if something turns out bad, would I have rather spent the six or so months between now and then being upset and worried about it? Or would I have rather spend those six months at peace? And I chose peace. And I've been that way with this show I mean, ever yeah, since. Yeah, I think that's just a good life Peace is more important to me than being ready for the other shoe to drop. The other shoe's going to drop when it's going to drop. And sitting here and dreading it isn't going to make it easier, really, Right, like if happens. Oliver dies, um, you kind of have to think of the... This is why I have such... Like, what message is Arrow trying to share is it one of despair or is it one of hope well i think it's hope i think it's hope i really do and if oliver dies um the city goes to hell felicity becomes a murderer (laughs) i can't even say it and super villain who wants to destroy the earth does that seem in keeping with the messages we've received over the course of the television show no, it hasn't. Not well, even a little bit. And also, I have a big problem with Arrow telling us at the beginning of season seven, say yeah. it goes for eight, at the beginning of season seven, telling us how it's going to end up. Amen, sister. I have a big problem with that. I have a that. real big why problem they, with that. Why would they telegraph their ending two years in advance? Well, and exactly. It's like if you're going to kill Oliver Queen, <laughs> you keep it quiet and you do it in the last episode. And it's a shock. And it's a shock. Like, that's the game over. Everyone pack up your bags, close set, and go home. I had some people try to use The Walking Dead as an example. Oh, you can't use The Walking Dead. First of all, that show is is an exercise in despair, and I don't know why any of you people watch it. I've watched it. I'm sure it's very good. I've watched a few episodes. It's actually very good, but Um, I couldn't take it. It's, it's, they were trying to say, well, they announced that Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick Grimes, one of the main characters, they announced way ahead of time at the beginning of the season that he was leaving before the beginning, the season began, that he was leaving. And there was a lot of drum up to his final episode, his final episode, two more episodes left with Rick, Mm -hmm. one more episode, Rick's final episode, you know. They did a lot on this. And people are saying, well, of course Arrow would do this because look what The Walking Dead is doing. It is not the same thing. And there's so many reasons why it's not the same thing. A, The Walking Dead is an ensemble show. And Rick Grimes, while he is a main character, he is not the main character. And they have they have actually done a shift towards making Daryl as much a main character as Rick and 
Carol and all these these kind of original people left, which aren't very many. <laughs> yeah, aren't we running out of original cast by now? <laughs> I think y'all. Just the three. I'm shocked that there's original <laughs> cast left, and everybody hasn't just done. They just haven't swapped in a new cast. It's it's really bad. But anyhow, <laughs> it's 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 an ensemble show. It hasn't been Rick's show since season three began. You know, and oh yeah, I think that's fair. Like it or don't like it, that's just the way it's been. So he's a not a main character. B, there was a press announcement announcing the actor is leaving the show. There has been no such announcement. About yeah, that Stephen was the Knight. actor's decision. There was, was absolutely not... no telegraphing of of Rick leaving in The Walking Dead last season. There was. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously, there's always uh, somebody could die any day now, you know, <laughs> they could just drop dead on their right. way, you know, walking out of their house. Sure. But I mean, there was nothing like the anticipation came pretty much purely from the the promo for the show. I've got to be not honest within the show too. itself. I'm just thinking if Steven, let's just say they signed Steven to a short episode order. I mean, that has happened on other shows where you have series regulars. Um, and leads who have signed um, shorter seasons and that information almost always gets out it does and that's why they do and everyone's like I mean I remember on The Good Wife everyone was wondering why Josh Charles had only like I think he had like a 10 episode order and they build it as you know he's you know spending time with family or whatever he requested a shorter episode order they made up a story but then they kill him in the show in the good wife and it was like a huge shock a but not the main character a not yeah exactly every time we like i bring up like as callie and i bring up these examples we're like not the main character yeah he he was not not the focus he wasn't the good wife julianne margulies was yeah so but all i'm saying is if steve signed a short or a short order for the season then we'd we'd know it by now um but back to the the walking dead and why it doesn't fulfill this what you're saying is Arrow could kill Oliver because look what they did to Rick. Rick didn't die yeah. in The Walking Dead. They all think he's dead, but he got picked up and taken away in a helicopter to God knows where, where they're going to stitch him back together. And Andrew Lincoln's going to be filming Little Walking Dead m- mini movies. And mm-hmm. then when the show finales, guess who's going to pop up? I can tell you right now, it's going to mm-hmm. be Rick fucking Grimes. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, that's proving my point. Well, and here's the... Th- In a way. Yeah, here's the concept, the, too. The, you don't kill them. No. He's not going to die. Well, and here's the other thing. Okay, let's say they kill him, this attitude that <laughs> Felicity Diggle and the rest of the newbies, they can carry on and Soldier in the show is going to be focused on them in this aftermath of no. Oliver Queen. No. They've done that before. Okay, and And yes, has there been a stronger focus on (laughs) it sucks and everyone going into anytime Oliver's been removed from the story Arrow becomes a weaker show for it. Okay, because he's the lead and everything revolves around him and they always struggle with finding their center when they yank him. Okay, those episodes 10 10 through 13 where he was dead in season three, everyone was bitching about that. They're like, we want Oliver back. The big concern going into... The prison arc was that Oliver would be removed from the 
bank core. And we were really worried. And super worried. We're doing a significant (laughs) amount of time with him away from the core group. And how is this going to be? And really, the only way that they kept it rolling was they tied Felicity's story so closely to his. And they were basically paralleling each other. Okay. And that's, and that's. It required him being But it required his physical presence in order for that to work, okay? They're not going to kill the lead of the show and then look to Emily as the other half of their super color, super power couple and say, it's all on you, girl. Have at it for the last 10 episodes well, of the I series. No. Not that we know for sure eight's the last, but... I'm just saying if it is They're not last. going to telegraph this out a whole year. In a day. Right. Even if it was that what they were going to do, they wouldn't have announced it the way. And everyone's like, oh, they were really subtle about they it. Would in the crossover. They were not the subtle. They were not subtle. This was not remotely subtle. They want everyone thinking Oliver's going to die. And why do and they want Oliver to think they're going to die? How because many articles post crossover about Oliver dying? How oh, it was immediate. The immediate reaction from no, no, anyone. But I mean, have you seen any articles saying Oliver is going to die? Yeah, that's I have. Talked, you have. No, that's what I'm going to say. Anyone with any, I, I will say I've seen it on the comic book side of things. Like, uh, wh- I, what I've seen is this excitement over no, the crisis of No, I'm talking about like the, the press blitz from Beth Schwartz. No, like, nothing from Beth. Where's nothing, the article yeah. from no, no exit. From yeah, Greg, no exit. From, no, no, no. What I'm saying is I have seen um reaction to the crisis on infinite earth in the media okay and anyone who's theorizing and has a comic book background they all think oh well oliver will die in the in the crisis of infinite earth but none of them in any of these articles are paying any attention to when um it's gonna air and they can't answer what how does that work for arrow going forward okay so this concept that they're going to trade out Stephen Amell for the Amico Queen character is well. Here's the thing that they doesn't make sense to me. To that doesn't that equate. This is going to happen. Well, yeah, they having her around. Listen, all of this. Listen, all of this is really. <laughs> it's all feeding into fear. Okay, Elseworlds confirms that Oliver's really dead. Yeah, um, Amico is around, so now we have to be worried about someone else taking up the hood. And oh, maybe Felicity's really dead. I mean, this all just it piles and piles and piles on. Okay, and this is what they do. This is how they do it. And they did this in multiple other seasons. Okay, they they piled on the evidence that Felicity was going to die to the point people thought it was lunacy if you didn't think she was going to die. Okay, in hindsight's twenty twenty, but back in season four, when people were saying this is going to be Laurel, you were considered a mad person that you had lost your mind. Okay, and it's clearly going to be Felicity because of look at all the evidence. And we went through the first half of the season, and it wasn't. Okay, and then even then, even then, there were dozens of other suspects. Nobody was talking about Laurel. All right. But if you look back in season four, there is so much freaking evidence that they've piled up for killing Laurel Lance, but nobody was paying attention to it. So they're piling up all this evidence for Oliver's going to die, but no one's paying any attention to the evidence he's going to live because it's there, my friends. Okay. Well, that's that's the thing. The truth whispers, but the lies shout. Exactly. It's very quiet. What's really subtle is that he'll survive. 
those little clues are subtle. And Laurel's clues that she was going to die were subtle. You really had to be looking for it. Okay, and yeah, Arrow sells this story. Oh, we didn't decide on who was going to be in the grave until after never mid-season. Bullshit. Never Bullshit. Bullshit. Never. I never. don't believe that yeah. at all. They knew going Still into don't. 4, they were going to kill off Katie Cassidy's character. Sorry, I refuse to <laughs> even accept anything yeah. else. The tell-all will come out. Yeah, and then we'll get the full we'll, story. Everybody um, will be like, oh my God, Oh, did. really? I <laughs> miss like, true E! True Hollywood wow, story. You would shock. get like the best little tidbits on television shows and they don't do those anymore i miss those i miss those days yeah so what i would say to anyone who and listen if how you process if you do better oh i have to be glass half full and expect oliver to die otherwise i'll just be devastated if i if i hope he's gonna live fine that's fine if that's the way that you approach things that's fine but i think you know hoping for the best and believing in the story that arrow has been telling us for the last seven years and they have been telling us a story guys i'm not i'm not saying it's a perfect story it's far from perfect but there is a basic message here okay it is saying that humanity and love and hope is what ultimately pushes us through these trials okay that's what's gonna really drive this next crossover is this realization of the hero that Oliver is. Right. Finally getting respect for the hero he is. And yep. he's going to be saved because he deserves his reward. Exactly. Like, you've got to look at this as... You've got to look at this... And this is why I think that Crisis on Infinite Earth is really, like, I think the bis- biggest tip-off that 8 might be it for Arrow. And they're really prepping for a final season because that was also my argument everyone was like i swear <laughs> i got so much crap because i was like they're gonna go eight or actually when they're going before we got seven um and oh will they sign will they go eight they're not gonna go eight it's gonna get canceled blah 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 i'm like listen typically and within the cw network you know going into the final season it's gonna be the final season the cw right. network they usually announced. has a different business model than most other networks they don't make money guys on the first runs of their show they can't it's like like you compare the ratings for arrow to Grey's anatomy and you're like well how the fuck does this stay in the air like i always say they sell it on the back end okay so they're always looking what they want are completed series clean completed series it has a beginning and it has a has a planned out beginning it has a planned out end bookmark it Okay, and then they package it up and they sell it off to Netflix. All right, so they give their their executive producers and their writers they give them the time to complete this complete the series. They gave Vampire Diaries the sixteen episode order just just to finish it. They could have finished it in seven, but they gave them extra episodes just to finish it. And I can't think of a show that has gone past and everyone's going to start yelling first season shows that have gotten canceled. I'm not talking about first season shows that have been canceled. I'm talking about series that have gone four years and longer because that's the 100 episode mark who are not given a final season, you know, the final season's announced and they're given that final final year to, to close it out. The CW gives it to them. They just okay? don't cancel them like that. They don't no. cancel them like that. All right. They're not going to can- cancel the benchmark, the anchor of their DC TV universe without some notice. So 
does Arrow always need to be prepped and ready, and can they finish it up if they need to? Yeah, but I just don't. That's not that's not how the CWO network works. And the reason why I say this that we're going to go eight is because if seven was the last, they would have announced it at SDCC. SDCC. Correct. That's where it gets announced. Which is something we were kind of like. We were waiting. When SDCC we were waiting. Around, we were, we're waiting like, for the announcement. We had oh. an ear. We had an ear popped. Going. Are they going to say it? no? No. Nope. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're going, we're going eight. eight. All right. So. <laughs> And sure enough, they've locked Steve. They're going eight. What eight's going to look like? I don't know. But I'll tell you what. If we get, I'm I'm going to be expecting some kind of announcement going into SDCC on season eight. And if it's not, if we don't get an announcement that eight's the last, then you can be damn fucking sure they ain't killing Oliver Queen. All right? Oh, yeah. I mean, don't yeah, even worry about it. It's not even a thing. But even if they are, this is going in the final season. Um... I've thought of something. The whole show is based around this man. They're not going to, to take the character away that everyone has loved and not complete the last 10 episodes of the series with him. That's just, that's that doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. And in order, here's my thing. We're cooking our way to fully realize superhero, right? I say that all the time. What does that mean? What does that, what do I mean? What do I mean? Well, this feeds into what I It feeds I into Jesus. Thinking. Like, he has to become well, Jesus, too. you but know? I mean, Go ahead, you it, can do your thing. Look at it this way. When I, was, when I was talking about Oliver getting his reward. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep, yep. Um, listen. This isn't the first time Oliver's tried to get his reward. He took it for himself in season three when he left with Felicity. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't time yet. It was incomplete. He was incomplete. It was. He was. He was incomplete. The city was incomplete. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was incomplete, and so he had to go back. And what's going to happen now? He can't give himself this reward. The reward no. has to be given to him. Right. And He's that's earn what's going to happen, I feel, in, in Crisis and in Infinite Earths. Is yeah. He's going to be given this reward, but be it by the Monitor, be it by Barry and Kara. I don't know. I don't really I care. I don't know. I don't really He's care how they give it to given. him. He's going to get it. They're going to give him the reward, and that reward is going to be a life with Felicity, raising mm-hmm. their children. Right. It's going to be the happy ending Oliver said he wanted in season six. Which, by the way, they're all hoping you forget about that. You're all, they're all hoping that you just oh, thought that related. That yeah, they don't want you to remember that fucking scene. All right. They're all hoping that you forget that Oliver said this is what he wanted in season six. Because, oh, that was just for the, that was just for the prison arc. They have to take that away. Okay, well, he got taken, his happy ending got taken away um, because he went to prison. So we're done with that little speech. No, 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 my friends. That was the end game. In fact, I freaking labeled my review Endgame. All right. They announced it. And, they're, and then they're just going to tuck it away. Never discuss it again. They're not going to bring it up. <laughs> and you're just, you're just, and they're going to be shoving. He's going to die. He's going to die. He's going to die in your face for the next however many months. Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. sacrifice. And martyr, martyr, Yeah, martyr, so he martyr. has to, we have to get to this point where, you know, Oliver Queen becomes, it's like moving from Batman to Superman, where his moral code and his morality and his goodness and the light that he shines is so bright, is so brilliant, is so intensely good 
that he's like next level human, okay? He's like the best of the best of all of us. And when he becomes that, that's when he inspires. That's when the soul of Star City becomes inspired and they, they actually have an actual evolution of what the city is. That's when you see the, the shift in crime and it starts to be a really amazing place to live, okay? It's all connected, all right? Which is very Jesus, all right? So when he comes back, from being dead and having earned this whatever and he comes back he's gonna be star city's jesus and will go into the final run of the 10 episodes and he's gonna save it and that saves it in present day and that kicks off a different flash forward i don't know how that all works i don't know how they're gonna show it to us i don't know i don't know okay it could be the first flash forward after infinite earths will show a vastly different right exactly in Star city the whole thing know. with it start yeah i mean who knows okay and i want to say cal and i have noticed that these flash forwards are really um short time frame like they really it's they've been like a week yeah it's like we're we're taking i mean we went through like i don't know has it been like five or six flash forwards and we've gone the span of like cal said a week this is feel this feels very vampire diaries and they're pacing because Vampire Diaries, I mean, you would be going through a whole season and it would amount to like a month, <laughs> which is soap opera pacing, okay? So they're moving really slow. When you compare it to the flashbacks, which covered a crap ton of ground, this is moving at a snail's pace, okay? So they don't want to cover too much ground here for a reason. And now it's like mm -hmm. a very specific, we have to stop the city from being blown up. And we're just inching our way <laughs> along that path. And, you know, if this was the flashbacks, I mean, we would have covered this whole storyline in, what, two episodes? So there's a reason for that. They don't want to get too far down the line here without in a world without Oliver Queen because they're gonna, it's going to change. It's going to be different. So and and listen, and that a lot makes of people sense are saying why 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 even show the flash forwards at all if if they're just going to change it because that because proves you their need major to be point. Able to appreciate yes, yeah, you need to be able to appreciate that Oliver Queen is the thing that saves Star City, right? You and need that to be able without him, it's right. terrible. I mean, essentially, they are, and this has been part of people's a problem with Diggle is that. You know, we love Felicity and Diggle. We love them. And what and they are just as much a heroes as Oliver is. But I think where the phase we're getting to and where some fans um, might have some difficulty with is now we're moving past Oliver's moving past Felicity and Diggle. He's going to grow um, beyond even their concept of morality. All right. Um, yeah. Felicity and Diggle are like they're like Peter and John. They're the best of the best disciples, all right? They're the most beloved. They're who Jesus loves the most. And he's going to build his church off Peter. And he's handed his mom over to John. And John's there when, you know, he he rises from the dead. And Okay, so that's Felicity and Diggle. But they're not Jesus, <laughs> all right? Felicity and Diggle are going to be heroes, we're making Oliver into a superhero. That's that's another level, okay? And it's it's an unreproached morality that he is going to come to. And he's going to make sacrifices and he's going to do things that regular folk wouldn't do. All right? Not saying that Diligo and Felicity are regular folk. I'm saying they're like in this in between. All right? 
So they're not going to turn it around and be like, well, Felicity and Diggle can just save the city. Okay, it's going to be just fine with just Felicity and Diggle. That's not the story they're telling. And Arrow has been very clear that this is centered around Oliver Queen. In fact, to the frustration of fans, because we're like, oh, Lord, Oliver's coming back, and we don't get enough time with the supporting characters. Right, because it's his show. Sorry. <laughs> you know, and they're, they're not moving off of that after seven years. Okay? So I really, really kind of, I just reject this whole concept that someone else other than Oliver is going to save the city at the end of this series. That's not happening, and and it's just not the story that the it's the just show not the story they're up. telling. It's it, yeah, and you know here's the other thing. It's, it's Oliver's like, look, show. Oliver saves the city. Yeah, but look at the reaction that has been caused because of these crossovers. Look at how much we're like, hey, that's my son. Don't touch him. You know, we're very protective over Oliver right now. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? He's just as much of a hero as Barry. We recognize his heroism. We recognize. We're, it's already working. It's our, I mean, it's like, sometimes I'm a little like, we just played right into their hands, didn't we? Yep, yep, I sure did, yep, I yep, sure yep. did. It's already working. They're just, Beth and Mark, they're all just sitting back and chuckling and laughing and just being like, yep, they're already started. This worked great. And we're already they're screaming, but he's a hero. We believe in Oliver. Okay. <laughs> do, 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 do. We're good. going to you're, kill him. Excellent. Exactly where I want you to be. Yes. Do, do, do. Yeah. Time to write the crisis on infinite earth. Okay. Keep defending him. Keep defending like him. Yes, exactly. So I, as Cal and I were talking, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> They're doing exactly what. Yeah. As irritating as this. Do I think in the crossovers they should have gone as far as they did? No. No. I don't think it was, irritating. it was irritating and not necessary. It was <laughs> just not necessary. Irritating. You can argue Oliver has a little bit further to go in the morality department if you want, but you don't need to like regress him to a point. It's a character they, we no longer they, recognize. Let's, let's bring back a term from season three and talk, call it what it is. They were anvils. Yeah. They were dropping Oliver's is dark anvils on our heads. It's the bouquet. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell? It's the Jesus you know? bouquet all over again. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it was it was it was it was it was unnecessary. Come on, guys. Yeah. No, yeah. and listen, I will never take back dragging the flash because they've been pulling this shit from season one with Oliver. No. Yeah, this isn't a uh, this crossover's new type of thing with them. They've they've been They've been trashing Oliver since the start, and their fans have been more than happy to follow suit, and we're tired. Right, and just because we can pinpoint a reason for them trashing Oliver doesn't make it a good story, okay. and it yeah, doesn't make it do good that. writing, you know? Like, I think everyone's like, Knock it up. okay, Fuck well, off. yeah, it's just like, okay, this makes no sense, and it's dumb, and even if, even if this is the reason... It's still a stupid reason to, to roll back the character this much. It was completely unnecessary. And I think that they could have... Dumbass reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, but look what... Here's my other thing. Look what they did to Kara. What what role did Kara have in the super... In the crossover other than being referee between Oliver and Barry? I'm sorry. We couldn't find a better use for her other than playing mom to these little twinkuses i'm it was like really like even during the supergirl crossover part i gotta be honest you guys i mean i'm a big fan of alex and Kara, but we've done the you're really my sister let's rebuild the sister thing in the crossovers before and Kara's big huge storyline and she's not part of the the 
I don't know, was it the DEO? Is it really? That's all we're giving her? There wasn't a lot of Kara-driven story here. Not in the same way it was for Barry and Oliver. So I was just kind of like, okay, well, that's... If they were making such a huge deal of this is going to be the focus on the three leads, I was like, well, I think they focused on two of the three, but I don't think they focused on the third lead at all. I don't really see what the difference was between how they use Kara in this crossover versus all the other car crossovers, but that's just me. But then again, I don't go here. I stopped watching Supergirl, so maybe it was, like, really amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't go there at all. I'm like... Da, 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 so I'm like, Nick keeps asking me questions about Supergirl. I'm like, dude, I don't watch anymore. So that's all we're saying. We're just saying we see a point to it. We know we really think this is where they're going. There's just plenty of reasons to be hopeful. They're telling the Jesus allegory in a way that I didn't even expect them to do. Like to a level that I didn't even expect them to do, which makes me excited. It is, excited. it is a little exciting, even as much as I, I even as we're dreading dread. it. Like I don't want them yeah. to actually kill him. You don't want it's it gonna to be hard. Can it's you gonna be really Felicity's hard. Reaction? Uh, oh, gonna kill me. I don't want to talk about that. Well, I mean, yeah. I sobbed when he fell <laughs> off the fucking cliff. I was sobbing. Oh, everybody mess. sobbed. Everybody sobbed. Everyone cried. That was horrible. But like, here's I the other it, thing. I like, over and over for the next five weeks and cried every time. Like, what are we? Terrible. What are? How do they top that? That was like the perfect. They have death his scene. wife either pregnant or. A oh baby God! To no, it. I don't want yes. it. No, you know I'm right. Oh, you know shit. I'm right. But well, he has to come back to alive before the baby's okay. born. Right. Let's talk for a second about <laughs> Oliver telling Felicity what the fuck is going on oh, because yeah. I know a lot of people are worried about that. I'm worried about that. <laughs> This is when Cal gets to laugh at me. I give her many opportunities <laughs> to laugh at me. And you know what? It's okay, people. Sometimes you can worry and not know all the answers. Go ahead, my friend. I just think... I just think... <laughs> that maybe they'll surprise us. What do you think? Well, again, maybe they did... I think he might tell her. Well, maybe they did this whole... Because one of my complaints... And, you know... I am readily to, ready to admit I might be giving the writers too much credit here. But one of my complaints was <laughs> they never really explained Oliver's perspective and why he didn't tell her. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, I'm going yeah. to prison. Yeah. I think, I think he, maybe he might not tell her, like, he's going to tell her before it happens this time. It's just a matter of when between now and then. Is like, he if he tells her 15 minutes before he dies, that does not count. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not talking 15. I'm talking like. What, what's a the time frame we're down. giving Mr. Liar, liar, well, pants on, on fire here, but where it's uh, acceptable. Is he, is he dying in the crossover? Is he dying in the season finale this year? Is he dying in the season premiere next year? You know, it depends on when he's yeah. dying, but I think it's going to be before that not just 15 minutes before i think it's going to be before do you th so Something do you think it's going to be before crisis on infinite earth i think it'll be before because i think like it we're really at the mercy of timing on this what is the timing on this going to look like in when felicity gets pregnant when is she going to reveal she's pregnant when is she going to be due when is this baby going to be born I could see a situation where she gets pregnant. It's not necessarily planned. 
and she tells Oliver, maybe she doesn't tell him for an episode. And then she tells Oliver and Oliver tells her, ha, guess what? <laughs> I can totally see that happening. <laughs> I'm going to fucking die. Also, you know, like it, yeah. it all depends on the timing. So I couldn't, I can't tell you, oh, it's going to be an episode 10 or it's going to be an episode 13 or 15 or 22. I don't know. It all depends on the timing of all the other shit. Well, yeah, it's kind of like... But it's going to happen before. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen before. It's like Felicity saying, well, why didn't you tell me? Well, I was trying to find the perfect greeting card for... (laughs) I've helped... I've sacrificed my life for the universe. (laughs) It's difficult to come by. (laughs) Yeah. So, but can you imagine how much more fraught that would make? Yeah, I don't think they get purpose... I don't think they get pregnant on purpose. I really don't. Yeah. It just doesn't feel no, I like I can't see them at this point. Can you be game, like, yeah, let's have another baby. Let's have purpose. a baby. I just can't yeah, see yeah. it. No. Yeah. For I, I entertained the notion for like a half a second, uh, but it's like, yeah, no. It's like probably not. <laughs> it just Yeah. Probably not. No. no. As much That's as I would love for them to be right like now. planning their triplets and what names and let's pick pink or no. blue and whatever. And I just doesn't feel no. like them. I feel like they're this will not, be They're not there right now. I really feel like this is gonna be a calendar slip up and Felicity's gonna be like, Whoops. So which is fine. That's fine. And I could see Listen. it be a sort of thing where she figures it out and then she waits like a little bit to tell him. Lots she's a little of nervous human beings maybe, have maybe a ro- shit's happening. Right. Well, so. yeah, it's very similar to what we thought was going to happen at the end of last year, which he agrees to go <laughs> to prison. And she's like, hey, I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So it would just be delaying that because there's no way they're giving us pregnant without a major, major stick to go with that carrot. Yeah, that's how they do it with us. And that's how it works to be an Arrow fan. And then yep. they smack us with a yep. stick. That's how it works on Arrow. We're used to it by now. Exactly. And the stick is going to be, guess what, honey? I'm going to die. I'm going to die. But he's not going to die, guys. It's going to be okay. Well, he's going to die. Well, yeah, he's going to die, but it's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> but Felicity doesn't know that, so it's going to be It's going to be, it's gonna be awful. It's going to just be awful. But also we're great. Gonna die. We're going to suffer, we're gonna but we're going to love it. again. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't want it. It's going to hurt. I'm going to cry so much. I don't, I don't want to do this, I'm Callie. Like, why, can't, why can't I like a show that's normal? I'm so scared. I don't want to watch <laughs> this. <laughs> why do I have to love My this baby. show? My babies. No. They don't deserve this. Why are they so mean to us? I don't know. Like, we're so good to them and they're so, so mean. We're nice people. We don't deserve this shit. <laughs> I just wanted a baby. <laughs> I just wanted to see Oliver and Felicity at Target buying like freaking diapers. <laughs> Fuck you, writers. That's what I have to I say. Know. Now we're no, dark. Just- we're a dark show. <laughs> I fuck this. I'm going over no, to No Consequences no. Bartholomew. Most <laughs> no, people had the right idea. I'm just going to hang out like, there. Okay. Barry, I'm sure, is a great guy on his show. Eh, he's not really, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's just, I'm tired of them you know, giving their fans reasons to trash on Oliver. No, it's not okay. Because that's what they do. It's rude. I. Like I said, they must have market research that this apparently works for their fan base. Although, not that the ratings mm. matter, because they don't, but they don't. Arrow got more higher ratings than The Flash. Ha ha. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, they, I think The Flash had ratings. football on, though, so we can't. <laughs> well, wait, Arrow's Monday Night Football, isn't it? Is there Sunday Night Football, too? I don't think it was too? on this week. 
I don't remember. I think it was on on Sunday, but not I on Monday. I don't do a lot of football. I don't know. My husband's so obsessed with it, someone had to go the other direction in this house. Nobody in my house watches football because we're like, Ugh. Listen, I didn't live with him before we got married. And so when we got married, I noticed like like every sporting hey, event ever. <laughs> he watches curling. Curling, y'all. Dear. My God. Like he would get up at like five now, to watch my the husband, curling Olympics. I will I will admit my husband loves the Olympics. And like every chance he got, he was like turning on snowboarding or yeah, he's turning on downhill yeah. or he's turning on figure skating it, like it didn't even matter he liked them all like, like my dad yeah my dad is like football and baseball so like they were those are very definitive seasons i'm not used to having i was just not used to having someone who watches every conceivable sport all year long and has them on all the tvs I was like, why did I not know this about you? We dated in college. And he's like, well, I had homework to do, so I couldn't watch it. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Maybe you need to tell Nick about Steve's three TV setup. I am not telling him about (laughs) Steve's three TV setup. That will never happen. Stephen Amell does not have a good idea that will be shared with my husband. No, no. No. Also, every time I see a picture, is Steven, of like, is that set up in his garage or is it in like his no, no. house? That's, That's in his the house. Palm Springs house. Oh, that I mean, is I the think, Palm Springs house. Okay. I think maybe he might have it in the L.A. house too. I don't know. I don't pay very much attention to him anymore, but I know he's got have it. Have they in the decorated Palm that the uh, the I that house? No. Every I time I feel like care. I see pictures of it, it looks like there's doll furniture in it. Like, are they staying? Are they going? What's happening? And if so, could you post pictures of you decorating? I love that shit. Like, I I just saw... I I love it when the movie stars sell their houses because it goes up and then you can look at the pictures of the inside. It's like my favorite. Like, Kristen Wiig just... I know. (laughs) I love it, though, because I'm like, oh, that's pretty. So she was selling her $5 million house and I was like, oh, I just looked at all her pictures. They're super cute. Oh, Jen. She got above ask. Way to go. Way to go, Miss Wig. No, see, I just, but I, I aggressively don't care about Steve. I know you don't. I don't really, I don't care TVs about, I, I don't house. care about Steve's TV. <laughs> I care about houses being decorated. How he decorated <laughs> his like, house. Yeah. Looking at really it. Sad. I'm imagining it probably looks quite a bit okay, like Okay, says the woman house. who's obsessed with HGTV. Listen. Y'all didn't know that about Callie, did ya? Oh, yeah. She no, watched that did. shit ton Come of on, HGTV. They, me on Twitter. they know. <laughs> no, listen. Here's the thing. You're going to be surprised when I tell you this. You're going to, like, gasp. Okay. Are you ready for I'm it? I'm ready. I haven't watched HGTV in about three or four months. <gasps> Calissa Wolf. I have a sign of a tumor. I think you should go to a the doctor. Episode. <laughs> A, not even a single episode of House Hunters. I haven't watched what? any of it. What's wrong with I you? I stopped in August. Are you detoxing? I like went cold Did turkey. Did you get your 60-day chip? There's no more. <laughs> I I unfollowed all my real estate searches and I don't Well, this is because you guys aren't house anymore. hunting right now and you're crabby about it. I know. So it just makes And I'm better. like in aggressive denial of anything related to houses. Callie has like an hour commute no. to taking her kids to school. It's ridiculous. They need to move. And my husband has like a two hour commute to work. But you know, we don't want to live on the other side of town. <laughs> God, don't even get me started. This is my That's life. That's a podcast in and of itself. 
the housing situation in Callista Wolf's life. It ain't One of good, these days, folks. I want to get like a GoPro and mount it to my dashboard and just like film my my drive to the school and back and then like speed it up and post it up somewhere so i'm like can you see the bullshit i have to deal with i know every fucking day that's when most of our convos happen because i know when she goes to pick up her kids and so i call her and she's in the car for like two fucking hours oh so her children know me very well it's crazy yeah they do they're like oh it's that girl like crazy talking about swearing (laughs) i'm talking about arrow Like, yep, that sums me up. <laughs> what well, was really funny, Everybody if you guys have rented game, you. was it, is it game night? Game night, Okay, yes. so the character that, um, oh, shoot, <laughs> Rachel McAdams plays? Yeah, There Rachel was, like, McAdams. all of a sudden. I, she's you. I know. She's like, there was, like, this, like, Maddie, Maddie, let's take a wife I got this started. So she's like, I just watched game night, and oh, my gosh, Rachel McAdams' character is Jen. And I was like, No. No, and then yes, Kelly yes, watched yes, it, and her kids yes. watched it, and they're like, yes. <laughs> and then I had my, I mean, literally, it was like a slow wave on the internet of people who have met me, like fandom people who have met me in real life, and they're like, oh my gosh, let's tell you. So I rented it with my husband, <laughs> and we got to the end of it, and I was like, so did like, the Rachel McAdams character remind you of anyone? He's like, I'm not saying a word, because <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> like okay That's fine her. I was like maybe she's Basically a little bit her. like me and he's like mm-hmm. yeah, she's a lot like you. me <laughs> but see now I have gifts I have gifts for my own reactions it's like she just acted them out for me so thank you Rachel McAdams <laughs> alright folks so we hope that this extra installment of discussing Jesus and Oliver Queen has really solidified <laughs> your hope in the ending of Arrow and listen you know what if it didn't if you're like no i reject any and all hopefulness it's all shit it's gonna be terrible that's your right baby listen you just keep doing it here's what we will promise you have fun here's what we will promise you if we are wrong i'm not promising nothing well i will (laughs) if we are wrong and they kill my baby oliver queen and don't bring him back and don't bring him back there will be very strongly worded tweets Oh, yep. well, that goes to yep. that thing. And maybe yeah, I'll of course. burn something. I could burn something. You know, if we're wrong, we'll say... Burn oh, an Arrow hell. DVD or we something. We were wrong. <laughs> Everybody march on Vancouver. Pretty much. <laughs> you know? Like, no, we will... We, we demand will, justice. We be, yeah, exactly. And but every, I don't think we're wrong. Everyone's like, we don't care. The show's over. <laughs> I don't think we're wrong. Well, we sure as shit ain't wrong if the show's not over. If the show is over, no, we're not wrong. I'm sorry, you we're guys, not we're not wrong. <laughs> no, if the show is not over, the show is over. The it's We're not, we're wrong, not wrong in either regard. We'll say we're wrong later, but we're not wrong. <laughs> but we're not wrong. Keep the faith, my people. Keep that faith. Faith In the meantime, let's focus on the important things and when Felicity is going to get knocked up, one. And two, when is she going to, like, do something really super dark and twisty on Diaz or some shit like that? That's what I want to know. I want to see more of Felicity 100% done and fucking shit up. That's what I want to see. She's just so delightful. I know. Even, like, dark Felicity is the cupcake of my life. 
I love her so much. It's like, well, yeah. Her moral reactions are completely understandable. I'm like, I've been packing a gun too, sister. <laughs> like, like, I like everybody after this crossover was all, you know, if Oliver's dead from saving Barry <laughs> and Kara, ah, uh, yeah, she should blow yeah, up the city. Pretty much. You know, we're right there we're with, with you, you sister. Girl. Here's the matches, here's, you know. Here's the plans. <laughs> We'll start a GoFundMe. It's just like, rain, hellfire. Because <laughs> it is unbelievable that he will die for those dipwits. I'm sorry. No. Really? Really? If there was ever an excuse to become an evil supervillain, that is one. Ugh. That's a good one. That's a good one. She's got, you got to admit, my baby girl, mm -hmm. she's got mm -hmm. motive. And honestly, can we be, here's <laughs> another little truth in the meanwhile of how I say Barry Allen's a real problematic character. Do you want to know who the real hero of The Flash is? Iris fucking Cisco? West. Oh. <laughs> Cisco too. We'll say both. Cisco. But also, yeah, Cisco. But also Iris. And she gets the shit. I don't know. Iris is kind of getting on my Well, nerves. she was like not the usual Iris in this freaking crossover. Oh, man. Last year, she's all like, oh, but that's not her fault. That's stupid air. That's stupid flash pettiness <laughs> using her as her their petty mouthpiece. Yeah, but I'm tired of I know. the petty mouthpiece. You know, it's like every time all right, I we'll see just her. Say, we'll just, we can agree on Cisco. Trash Cisco's talking my, my baby. I know. Don't talk about my baby. <laughs> It's like they make Iris Cisco. do it because oh, Barry's so good and he's. Cisco has done no trash talking as far as I know. As soon as Cisco starts trash talking, then I'll be. No, like, he like tried to be thing. like Iris and uh, uh, Barry are like true soulmates, and Caitlin was like, "Shut up." Because <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, Caitlin, if if Barry, if Cisco is the true hero, then Caitlin is the true Felicity because Basically. just bringing the knowledge. I know. Keep them in. So check. you need to Keep watch the rest check. of the crossovers. So yeah. By the way, people. Yeah, I made, which I was. Doing. I know, but I was available now. Okay, I was tired. Like today. podcast now, and I'm like, fine. Nick wants me to go to bed at a reasonable hour because I'm all screwed up because I was on drugs. Oh, is that why you got? Yeah, he got mad. Off? I got in trouble. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Nick. Because I was supposed to go to bed at a reasonable enabling. time tonight, and then I was like, I'm on podcast with Gally, and he's like, No, you're not podcasting because then you don't go to sleep. And I'm like, Ha ha, you're not the boss of me. Except he is a little bit. Because so <laughs> he's all worried because I need to get a good night's sleep, otherwise I get sick. And I haven't sleeping all this week. It's a, it's a whole thing. I'm Listen, people, I'm high maintenance. I don't even pretend to be anything but <laughs> high maintenance for that man. If you could see man. me, I'm just sitting here shaking my head with my I lips. I know. All my friends, like, I mean, Dang. my lack of sleep and my whole not taking care of myself on a regular basis is a saga. I feel like I share with, a shock collar on Yeah, I a saga I wear with almost every friend of mine. They all are acutely aware of this. And they're all on my husband's team. Which makes it really yeah hard to we, get my way. So yeah, I got in trouble. Keep okay, that's healthy. why we're doing the podcast early. <laughs> I'm in a lot of trouble, and I have to go to bed. So that's the story. <laughs> but I will. Well, I think it's early enough. It's, yeah, it's, I'm gonna go to bed. I have a bedtime bed. of ten o'clock. <laughs> so I have to go to bed at ten. <laughs> He's resorted to treating Mike, me how like does my that daughter. Time zone workout. Huh? Time zone, so what it'll be like it eight o'clock right your time. I'll be in bed because I'm central. Oh, that's like forever from now. I know. It's fine though. 
I can watch a little bit of TV, he said, and then I can go to bed. But he said, no blogging. <laughs> <laughs> what about when you need to reblog this podcast? I don't know if I'm going to oh, be allowed. Oh, <laughs> What? Boom. Take that, husband. I'll sneak out. I'll crawl out of the bedroom. <laughs> incognito light. Except my dog tattles on me, too. He's the worst. Yeah. Everyone's but against me. But then you're going to bed. Yeah, I'll do then it. I'll bed, repost right? it and I'll go Good. to bed. Good. <laughs> my God. Yeah, this Twitter, is... You guys tell her to go to bed if you see I know. I'm, actually, my friend Jen from Just About Right has nicknamed me the vampire. <laughs> it's not that... <laughs> so accurate. I'm always like texting Cal, what happened? What's going on? Why? I was like, I miss everything. She's like, well, maybe if you went to freaking bed at nighttime when everyone else goes to bed and then you would be awake in the daytime when news happens and when the rest of the happens. world's awake. I'm like, well, yeah. that's not... I don't... That's weird. <laughs> Who lives their life like that? She's like, everybody. Like, okay. So I was everybody on a really good... You. In my defense, I was on a really good schedule. Okay, I have extenuating circumstances. It was drug-related, getting me mixed up on a bad schedule. So now we have to get me back on the mm. good schedule. It wasn't entirely my so fault. So go to bed. Okay, but I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> 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 okay, so Oliver's Jesus. What a crazy episode. Barry sucks, <laughs> and, he's n- and Oliver's not dying. Sorry, Felicity rules everything, and I'm going to go to bed. The end. <laughs> everybody have a good weekend if we don't talk to you if we do i don't know when that would be but knowing us we'll come up with another topic next week yes yeah (laughs) we'll be back monday or tuesday for sure yeah so we can't go more than a couple days without doing one of these they're too much fun of course not (laughs) yes okay bye (laughs) bye joining us this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye, bye.